Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Mark chapter 6, verses 14 through 29. This is the death of John the Baptist, and we covered a text similar to this in the book of Matthew. And I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. It's episode 518, Matthew 14, 1 through 12. There's a little bit more text in Mark's version, which we're going to read today, than there was in Matthew's. And I'm going to come at this from a slightly different angle than I did Matthew. So these two are going to kind of fit together as a complement pair. And as we've said before, if we view the scriptures as the cliff's notes of God's redemptive plan for the world, and particularly the gospels, we only have four gospels for all of Jesus' ministry. This text relating to the death of John the Baptist gets quite a bit of space relative to other things. And so we should pay attention to it. Maybe that merits you listen to a couple podcasts today if you didn't catch that Matthew one earlier. Chapter 6, verse 14. King Herod heard of it. Heard of what? Heard of the ministry that Jesus had launched with his 12 apostles who he just sent out, which was the previous text in Mark that we just covered in our last daily dose. King Herod heard of it, for Jesus' name had become known. Some said, John the Baptist has been raised from the dead. This is why these miraculous powers are at work in him. But others said, he is Elijah. And others said, he is a prophet like one of the prophets of old. But when Herod heard of it, he said, John, whom I beheaded, has been raised. So Herod is noticing the ministry and hearing about the ministry of Jesus. And he's thinking, John the Baptist, who I beheaded, has been raised. Now we're going to go into a historical flashback that explains how John the Baptist was beheaded headed by Herod. So far, I haven't covered a lot of new material than I did in episode 518 from Matthew, verse 17. For it was Herod who had sent and seized John and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because he had married her. So Herod married his brother Philip's wife, and John, verse 18, had been saying to Herod, it is not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. And Herodias had a grudge against him and wanted to put him to death, but she could not. You're going to want to pay attention to this. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. When he heard him, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he heard him gladly. We're going to come back to that, but I want you to hear the rest of the story if you haven't yet. Verse 21. But an opportunity came when Herod on his birthday gave a banquet for his nobles and military commanders and the leading men of Galilee. For when Herodias' daughter came and danced, she pleased Herod and his guests, and the king said to the girl, Ask for me whatever you wish, and I will give it to you. And he vowed to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. And she went out and said to her mother, For what should I ask? And she said, For the head of John the Baptist. And she came in immediately with haste to the king and asked, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry, but because of his oaths and his guests, he did not want to break his word to her. And immediately the king sent an executioner with orders to bring John's head. He went and beheaded him in the prison and brought his head on a platter and gave it to the girl. And the girl gave it to her mother. When his disciples heard of it, they came and took his body and laid him in a tomb. So that's how John died. And we've heard that in Matthew, but now we're hearing it again in Mark. And when I'm deciding if I'm going to do a devotion on a text that is already covered in Matthew during our overview of Mark, I'm looking to see if there's another angle I could approach it from, or if there's any details in Mark that weren't included in Matthew that merit a devotion of their own. And today I think there is at least one important detail that differentiates Mark's account from Matthew's account. In Matthew chapter 14 verse 5, it says that Herod wanted to put John to death, but he didn't because he feared the people because they held him to be a prophet. So Herod in Matthew doesn't want to 
kill John because he's afraid of the blowback he's going to get from some of the people who think that John is a prophet and are upset with Herod for killing a prophet. That's the reason Matthew gives for why Herod doesn't kill John. Do you remember what Mark said? In chapter 6, verse 20, Mark says, Herod feared John, knowing that he was a righteous and holy man, and he kept him safe. So I don't think these are contradictory accounts. I think they're both true. I think Herod was afraid to kill John because he was afraid of the people, and because he knew John was a righteous man and didn't want to mess with a righteous man, because he probably thought, God's on this guy's side, and I don't want to get sideways with God. Now, what's interesting about Herod's perspective in that second reason in the book of Mark is that that's not how God works. It's not like if you're one of God's righteous men, he protects you at all costs, and if you're not, then you're going to be toast. But that's Herod's perspective of how it works. And frankly, that's the perspective that a lot of people have about how it works. But just like scripture says, the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous. Hardships come, and God has a purpose that we can't fully understand in all of them. But beyond all that, I think it would be good for those of us that are followers of Christ to be inspired by John's reputation with Herod. Herod didn't like him. Herod's wife hated him. Herod didn't share John's belief system. But Herod viewed John as a righteous guy who he shouldn't mess with. I wonder if the people who don't like us, maybe who hate us on account of our faith in Christ, still view us as enough of an ambassador of God that they probably shouldn't mess with us. And I don't say that for the sake of avoiding being messed with. After all, look what happened to John. Look what happened to Stephen, the first martyr. Look what happened to Jesus Christ, the only perfect man who walked on the earth. Look what's happened to many, many Christians over the years who have lost their lives because of their faith. I'm not assuming that God's going to take care of us just because unrighteous people have a high view of our righteousness. I'm just saying that that would be a good trait for us to be known by. Check out what else it said at the end of verse 20 regarding Herod's view of John. It said, when Herod heard John, he was greatly perplexed, and yet he heard him gladly. Herod didn't understand what John was talking about as he explained the things of God to him, presumably. It was perplexing. It didn't fit in the categories, or it didn't fit in the categories that Herod had in his mind for who God was, or what God was all about. He would have been polytheistic Roman. Yet at the same time, even though he didn't quite understand it, he would hear John out gladly. He loved to talk to him. He loved to hear what he had to say. And don't you think that we should be those kind of people? Not because it's going to spare us from some unjust death, but because I think it brings glory to God, and I think God can use it in the lives of non-believers and unrighteous people for the sake of his purposes. And maybe, just maybe once in a while, one of them might become a believer on account of our testimony and our witness and our persistence and our boldness to say true things to people who we know don't like us and don't agree with us. What a great example from John, and I hope that someday in heaven we get a chance to talk with these guys, because I'll spend a few days with John hearing more about what it was like to be the predecessor to the Messiah, and also possibly who we could think of as the first martyr for Jesus Christ. Have a good day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which is aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit 
from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.